What is happening, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Off Track Experience Podcast. Really excited to bring you guys this one. Got some free time in Andorra before the race, and I got to sit down with Loic Bruni and Finn Isles. Now, we don't really go into their racing or like this season so far, but we kind of, the whole the whole reason behind the podcast was to kind of shine some light on the Writers' Union we're trying to get together or association and how we want to we want to have a bigger voice at a world cup and and actually get all the writers to come together and unify that voice instead of just kind of having whispers and comments and kind of not really getting traction anywhere and I feel not really getting taken seriously by organizers and as we touch on over the podcast how the biggest thing is for us is safety and obviously there's other things that come along but I think a lot of the time we look at tracks and want things changed and that kind of falls on deaf ears so if we can have a more unified voice all come together and make decisions on things, I think it'll all work out better for the best. So we touched on that. Loic and Finn have been probably the biggest people pushing for this. Loic was actually the one that suggested it in a group chat between all the riders. And since then it's got traction and now Finn's been organizing group chats and meetings and they've all been bringing us together, which has been awesome. They don't actually want to be the ones to run this, but they've kind of set it up so then hopefully we can get someone to represent us. So we kind of talk about that and go in depth and all that. But I think it's a really good start and something that we've needed for a long time. And it seems like it's starting to get some traction now and pick up steam. So really excited to bring you guys this one and hopefully get a bit more insight into what we want as riders and how we can move forward and everyone can work together and it can, yeah, just make the sport a bigger and better thing. So enjoy guys. Lloyd Bruni on the mic. MC Bruni. <laughs> Spit a rhyme if you want. I would love to hear Lloyd's rhyme in French. Why? Terrible. Can you rap? No. Can you do a French rap? I can sing a current song. Can you sing a current song to start it? No, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what, this is running. What, is, what a start. <laughs> it's what the people want, Lloyd. No. I don't, I don't feel like start. Actually, he cut it out, but to start the... We did a podcast last week with Downtime, and to start the podcast, Kevin started singing Queen, really? and then he cut it out. Because it's so bad, remember, in the cast? I know, but it was funny. I can cut it out, though, but if you want to sing, just for the just for, just for me, I'll just see if... I hope it is my ringtone or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're just trying to think of the lyrics I'm now. I'm trying to think of a song, but I'm like... No. What about the one we listened to last night, Demons? I don't know the... I would... All right, anyway, so we're here, we're in the specialized truck, like Bruni, Thin Isles. How are we going to solve the world problems? We've started, well, you guys have kind of had the big push now. We're trying to get behind this Riders Association. We we start off because obviously, Loic, you put in massive, we've got a Riders feedback for all the tracks, and you put in a big message saying how we need to kind of come together and be more of a voice. And I feel like, it's been like long overdue that someone said that. I actually thought about saying something similar to that, but I didn't think like, you know, in, in that chat, you kind of say stuff, but it doesn't really get any traction. So I was True. like, uh, whatever. And then you did it. And I was like, yes, this is, this is what we need. This is perfect. And it seems to be kind of like picking up steam now. Yeah. It's just like the last few years, I think everything has been picking it towards something like that. And we, we talked about it with Nico who wanted to be a writer's rep for UCI, you know? And didn't get elected, even though I felt like it was a really good option. And 
yeah, that group is a bit messy. Like, I don't know, everything started to, with Finn also, we talked a lot about it, started to go towards the real need to have something solid and organized and pro, especially now that we're going to switch promoter. So I think, I think we are onto something important and it's, yeah, it's now or never pretty much. Yeah. Did you think as well, because obviously you just had your injury with your collarbone, did that kind of give you free time to be like, all right, let's put more effort into the... Yes and no, because... I feel like we I first want... talked about it in Lourdes. Yeah. Like before that even, but yeah. in Lourdes was when we were both like, we you wrote a big thing and then I wrote a big thing and then we're like, who's going to do it? And not, neither <laughs> of us did it and then finally it because happened. Because we don't want to spend so much time doing it, like you say. It's, yeah. It takes a takes focus effort. away, it takes time and stuff. So I didn't have way more time i still had a little bit than usual but a little bit more than usual but i just felt like it was coming like it was urgent because everything is going fast like the eso like the new promoter they are changing stuff already on the planning like we have less than a year to make some changes i think and um and like you said like we had some ideas some stuff already since covid times you know but it was never the right moment and we always wanted to stay focused and stuff so it was and that's why now i still i want to be part of it i want to help like keeping the uh, the dynamic of it like meeting again tonight and things like this but i don't, don't want to be take over i don't want to be the one like organizing everything and f- giving the feedback and negotiating or whatever i want to be the one like all of us like helping it happen making it uh consistent and stuff but i don't i want someone else to do it yeah. because it's so much work that's what i kind of felt the same way it's like you want to help and push it, but then it's like at some point it becomes a job yeah, and like you're already doing your other job. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it takes everyone's involvement. It just kind of needed a push. Like we need all the riders or, you know, most of the riders to be involved so that we can all have like one, like we can all vote on everything. So it's not one person, but you, you have to have somebody outside the sport to be like the real head or not outside the sport, but somebody that's outside racing the competition as yeah. like the head and like the voice and the person that negotiates for us. But then I think it just needed the little push down the hill and everybody picked up immediately. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And they jumped on board. Now we'll have our second meeting today. So, cause do you think it's like, we obviously have riders reps, but do you think it's kind of hard to have a riders rep represent someone when they're racing? Absolutely. Cause that's just like, and it's completely understandable. Cause obviously Greg and pom pom, are the riders reps but if you're racing and then you've got to go to meetings with team managers and stuff it's like you're going to kind of favor one one side definitely and i feel like even for them to get the information that they have from the group or like from the riders or the meeting with the uci or with the team managers or whatever it's pretty hard to get that information to everybody and it's like i mean i made the group chat and made a huge like contact list and it took i mean it only took me half an hour but half an hour if during a race week or after a huge meeting you're not going to be very motivated so it's yeah. like getting everyone together getting the information and then sharing that it's like for those people that have to race and like people like greg and pompon who are at the very top of the sport they're going to be like this yeah is stupid yeah, why do i have to do this, this you know i'm gonna go yeah recover or do something else do, do you think anything else that's why like nico was been a good choice because he's like not that he's like at the end of his career but i feel like his focus has changed from winning races to more like developing that bike and like it's not so much focused on winning where i feel like greg's definitely still in like and pom-pom as well is like they're right at the pointy end still so it's like their time can't be spread as much i think so uh, yeah nico is at the point where he's not trying to win anymore i think it's obvious that he's still super fast and everything but he's not like greg and it's yeah. not like pom-pom and i feel like we cannot blame pom-pom and greg so much because 
the few things we had to do, we can feel the weight of it. You know, it's yeah. kind of annoying to do it sometimes. And so I cannot say, no, hey, great, do yeah. more, whatever. Like, yeah. it's a tough job. But at the same time, that's also like the thing we want to propose. It's something that will change it for the better for these mm. two people that are already doing m more than what they would like, I think. Yeah, but they can do less and the other person would take the, yeah. the weight of it. Take the and of it. someone like Nico has the wheel. Like, he really wants to help. And, you know, and I feel like, feel like he cares Greg and the Pompon, mm. they want to until they actually have to. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think it's sad. Like you said, they have meetings. They spend a little bit of time and they need to spend just as much time to retransfer the information to us. So they just get the information and it doesn't always come down to us or the, the other people. And when we had that first meeting, Greg was telling us things that he knew also from like a week ago that we still didn't know, you know? So it's, it was like, okay, so this is a problem. Like, like yeah. first example of what's wrong, like you know things that we don't and it's like the, we had like two weeks we still have a, li a little bit of time to change or ask for changes for next year to the, to the UCI but now it's like almost finished and we didn't even know we had the options to propose like new ideas and stuff so yeah it was a you know, and then when, once we know that was an option it's already over Yeah. and then years after years it just doesn't change so much and I feel like when you see a track like here like it's super nice there's a lot of work I can like I cannot say anything bad same They've done a really good job, but there's so many things that could be better. And I came for like to watch the Copa Catalana. I took for like I took only half a day, you know, like it's nothing. But still, I took half a day, walked the track. I was I had one collab and a half, you know. I was just I wanted to help, so I came, did the full feedback, like took a lot of photos, uh, draw some stuff, and I was like, okay, this is what I will do to make it better. And then it didn't change so much, you know, like. Yeah. Barely that, that, anything. That's also a thing. It's like you can put in heaps of effort and then it doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. So then it's like, why am I putting in more effort that I shouldn't have to do to then get nothing back? It feels like you're just like swimming against a river, you know? It's like, yeah. here's all this stuff. And but it's like, yeah. we don't care. Yeah. That's another you know? example. And like, that's we why need, we, yeah, we, need we need something. Like I live here so I can just come and say, hey guys, like to the riders, I feel like we have some issues, especially with the last two bridges. For me, it's like, not so nice. Super sketchy. <laughs> yeah. What, what so do we do? Like, should we vote? Like, we ask for a drastic change or not right? Or, you know, like, and then we have a, a voice because the, uh, yeah. what's the name? The the ski results, they're going to spend a lot of time, like, filling up the holes at the top so it looks perfect and stuff. But mm. the actual problem is not there. You know, it's at the it's bottom of the track. Further down. And safety-wise, there's so many stumps. Safety-wise. Like, well, that's one of the things, I guess, it's like if you have one rider or two riders or three riders kind of complaining, nothing happens. But exactly. if you have, like, a large voice that are all like hey we all have voted on this we all agree that this isn't safe yeah we don't want to ride if it's not safe exactly because that's probably the biggest thing for this is safety mm. probably it's, it's safety for sure and i feel like that's something that has been highlighted over the last few years is like some sections of tracks where everybody walks and is like what the hell is this like mm. you know it's like you need the rider because we're the ones riding it you need the rider's voice to like to judge the track and like you can see even with like brooks injury and mosainan and like other people that have complained about like how long it takes to get them off the mountain and like mm. sections of courses that are just like causing crashes where it's like yeah, there should be something in place to protect the riders more than there already is and that could basically start from like the the composition of the track the the marshals the medics the safety plan whatever and that's mm. something if we talk about it as a group and then we have the person in charge or like the person representing us 
yeah to write something yeah and then it's like brought to the uci or to the eso or whatever and it's like this is what we want for safety for us yeah. you know and so like that's like kind of the whole idea behind it because you have 20 like 40 50 voices of riders mm. instead of just three people in a group chat going hey man what the hell is this and yeah well, that's the thing. It's just structure and like actually being put stuff you in writing. Like a proper like structure formal. Structure is so compl- exactly. It's like a formal complaint yeah. almost or a yeah. formal like. That's what we need. Like structure to make it official and recognized by the ESO, <laughs> UCI, everybody. So if the vote or whatever is like pretty key to making an event or not, mm. that UCI and ESO actually listen to it and do- just don't say, oh, nah, fuck it fuck the writers yeah you know and I don't think they will like I feel like they have some well, they good have, intentions they have eight years with the sport right so the yeah. relationship has to come off on the right foot because if it doesn't like what and I feel like the managers they already set up a really nice but it took them two years to set up like the W what was it World mm. Team Alli- Alliance yeah WTA or something yeah there. something I don't know no World's Gravity Alliance I don't know exactly yeah but it took them a long time to get that going so they actually have an organization where all the elite teams I think have a voice and they discuss matters and if they have a problem with the rule or whatever they submit it and it has some importance i think some yeah, influence totally. yeah and if they have something we have something and the eso also like is at the top of the board let's say and we can work with the managers we can work with eso then it's all going to be better and i feel like the sports like it's still a super chill sport you know there's we come from nowhere like yeah. most of us yeah. but we need i think to step it up on every level professionalism and like and just the yeah. general like i mean the vibe of the sport doesn't have to change but like certain things do so that it's it's still happy you know because yeah. people complain about everything but as long as it's more professionally done like professionally professional complaining but more <laughs> professionally done and like done in a manner where it's not like us against them or them against us it's like let's work together to make the sport better is is what's super important because it's pretty easy for us to come across as like we're gonna argue with everything eso does we're gonna do this that and the other thing and it's just not how it is i think it's more about like us and the managers and them like coming to like decisions to be like these are the things that affect us directly we need to work on it together versus right now with the uci it's just like headbutting i'm it's like yeah, we, we don't want to change everything. No, we don't. Like, yeah, we don't want to make sure some it's stuff just key stuff to make us yeah. happy. Like you know, some stuff safer. dialed, and then we come. We have no issues, no like, blah blah blah, wasting time talking about a shitty jump or whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. like little things, but the sports not going to change. We just need better recognition. Yeah, and I feel like it's it doesn't have like Brooks injury was massive. You know, it's like life changing injury, mm. and he got lucky and stuff. But it really shone a light on like how unprepared. Yeah, and for example, uh, David Orvath, you remember that guy in yeah. Val d'Isol, German guy who slipped from the bridge at the top and and ended in a water yeah, drain yeah. Yeah. and can't walk anymore. Yeah, like things like that. Like try to, and me like little like little shit like I landed still on the track but on the like a pile of rocks that was on the track and OTB broken collarbone it's nothing it's not gonna change my life yeah but it's these little things that if we can prevent that it'll just make the sport safer better to watch better competition because if all the guys are able to do the whole season mm-hmm. and if we have more venues you know we need to have that in place so we don't end up with one top guy at the end because all of the other guys are just hurt and mountain biking is mountain biking so there has to be mountain biking but like 
unnecessary, like you said, a pile of rocks on the side of the track. And even at the bottom of this one, there's like a pile of sticks in the last corner on the right <laughs> side. It's like it. the track's going to bed in and get rough and be hard because of how we ride it. But the stuff that's so unnecessary just needs to go. And that yeah. even comes down to, like, marshal competence and, like, how they brief the marshals. And it's, like, that's... trying to move loose rocks and sticks off the track. I tried to move a loose rock at one of the races this year, and the marshal yelled at me and told me to, like, basically just, like, I... Yeah, wasn't, it was, wasn't nice about it. It wasn't nice. And I was like, <laughs> man, like, this is your job. And he's like, no, it's not. I was like, yes, it is. This is a, a literal hazard to everyone's safety. And yeah. he was like, I'm going to move it. And I picked it up and threw it off the track. He was like, this big in the rut. And I was like... Yeah, it's not, it's not helping you. I think with the, mar- like you said that with the marshal, like they need like a better briefing of something because like they actually have more responsibility than I think they take credit for, for sure. especially when you're in a section that's blind and they're holding a stop sign pretty much whether someone's crashed or not. Yeah. And they like the amount of times where I've like told a marshal, if you've got a red flag, like get on the track, like stop people. They'll be like back, but it's like, it's not their fault, but they just don't know. Well, it, like. It's that, so hard though because they're not paid for anything, you know. They're yeah. just here to help. And but that should be something that we go. It's like I know. If, if like, like maybe that's something to change also there and try to have them more involved, like mm. find a way to make them more involved and yeah. stuff. But it's super hard because you need what? If there's a double event, you need maybe twenty five guys on cross country track and thirty guys in downhill. I think. Mm. I think it's on this. I think. People. I think on this race, it's like. 27 or 28 marshal points mm. so imagine it's like three days of marshalling and you have to pay each person a thousand dollars i feel like just with the event grand. they could do like free lift passes for like a week like they'd be yeah. ways around food vouchers and something shit. like that but just give them more than nothing but yeah, i just feel totally. like the amount of times where i'm like a race could be determined by a marshal not telling someone to stop in like a sketchy section it's just like oh man but it's like you said it's not their fault they just don't know yeah for but sure. then it's just kind of scary that we're putting our lives at risk for people that don't know yeah. which is like in a, a professional event like that's the whole the whole thing i feel like i feel like the biggest thing is just like looking after ourselves and looking after the sport for the future and it's mm-hmm. like man you, you can't have that happening on a course like this where you're going 60 kilometers an hour into like a rock garden basically and it's like cool there's a rock the size of my head right in my line i'm going 50 kilometers an hour how am i supposed to dodge this yeah and you just can't have sh- stuff like that yeah, because sketchy stuff. it's like you know you, like you said career-ending injuries and because mm. i th- i think our needs as well are like separate because obviously we have team managers that have a voice for the team but i also think it's a little bit of like chinese whispers in a way where like we'll have needs that the team managers might like okay you have a real issue with something but leron might not take that as like you say oh luke's maybe got a small issue with this thing and he might not push for that yeah. where if you had a voice and you would do a thing you're like this is serious that <laughs> we need to change this and might actually get more of a not like a, a more likelihood for it to actually change. Yeah. But I feel like even on my pre- pre- previous teams, this team it's like you say something to a team manager, and that that doesn't mean that'll get heard at a meeting or come back. And it's just kind of like yeah. I feel like a lot of the time we're just kind of pissing in the wind in a way, yeah, or like definitely. We'll but com- the managers they have the same problem as us, I think. Like they've had some issues trying to help. Like this race is hard with paddock situation. Mm. and they've tried apparently for months to change and to find solutions and they no one cared so you know it's still like because nothing's happened you know with this though it's like if there's something that's like so pressing we can go <laughs> we're not doing it you know like what happens if we don't race well that's the thing it's like it's a big deal yeah it's a huge deal and it should never ever have to come to that but it's like we don't get the respect i think we should have as riders because we're the ones that have to risk our lives yeah we're the ones that are the putting like we're the 
the product. Well, so yeah, it's like, they, yeah. The, the, why do we not get the respect that? Why aren't we heard? And it's I think it's partially because we're not organized, but partially because, you know, there's nothing in place to allow us to be heard. So hopefully this can. Because I don't think they see it as being fifty-fifty, which it's really like if we're not here, you don't work. If you're not here, we don't work. We don't so work. it's like it should be a give and a take, you know. It's like yeah. every other sport in the world, like baseball, hockey. Well, we're I'm I'm Canadian, so it's like baseball, hockey, basketball are like the most important sports, and they all have player unions, and they go on strike, and they've missed seasons of like huge businesses because they're like we don't think we have the right amount of rights. We're not playing this year. Yeah, and it's like one race for us is, is a big deal, but it's like it, it happens in every sport. And like, I don't know why we don't get the sort of what there's not the respect, but what they don't. Yeah. Almost. I wouldn't believe it. Cause even it was funny when you were talking at the meeting about Chris ball was a bit concerned about us all getting together. I thought that was funny because it's like in any organization or any like company, like you, they want to have like obviously a head of power or someone in charge or someone with 51% that kind of controls it. And it was funny when I thought when you said that it made me laugh because it was just like of course they don't want because they want it run the way they want it run and they don't want riders getting together and making don't want any friction yeah exactly but it's not really like it's it should be friction in the direction of like positive a, a positive yeah and it might at the start be a bit more difficult or have friction but then in the future it would be a positive I mean eight years we got to direct the sport and like in eight years I'll be thirty years old so it's like. <laughs> there's going to be kids that are 12 racing world cups that are going to be 20. And it's like, how do we want the direction of the sport to go over the next eight years? Cause it can decide basically the future of the sport. Like mm. Red Bulls had their contract for what, eight years. Something like and that, like, yeah. do you see how much the sport's grown? And it's like from here to the next level is a, like a big step. But if we don't like direct the sport in the right direction and some management comes in and it's just like, we're taking over and we're doing it our way. It's like, you yeah. know, the riders should have a say in what goes on because we're the ones, like I said, that have to risk our lives and we're the ones that really care about the sport and what we're doing. So. Yeah. I can kind of compare it to imagine you went to like a music concert or something and the band Meh. did not get looked after but all the organizers and everything. Like imagine going to that music concert and being like, the band's like the ones that are not getting looked after here but like we're there to see them. See the band, it's like yeah. they're, 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 the, they're the show, they're the, the live thing. So yeah. it is tricky but what do you think like the biggest thing to like help grow the sport would be like outside of just like our needs going forward? <laughs> I think it's, it's hard to say even with, I talked to Chris Ball about it and he, uh, he asked me the question and I was like, there's so much inspiration around with other sports that you can, you can pick from like to have more crowd and then entertain this crowd on site, like, you know, kind of things like this and make the show even more uh, attractive Mm. So that's also going to talk to, going to come to talking about the format, who's going to be in the finals, who's going to be in finals B, parallel circuit maybe with other racing p possibilities, pre-racing, not pre-racing. You know, like the the ra Copa Catalana here before the race is good because it's a new track; it needs to be tested. But some other places like Fort William, they have a race <laughs> two weeks before two everyone like, goes. Yeah, yeah. And things like little things <laughs> that makes the sport. It's cool, but it just like you need to structure it better yeah. and then media things also like maybe give more options for freedom on media things I don't know it's it's pretty tricky but I asked the re I reversed the question to Chris and he was like <laughs> you know he didn't he didn't know what to say he didn't like he knew he had a lot of audience from Eurosport like 200 million or whatever who have the subscription so he knows there is a certain audience that's gonna like it but so far if we don't change also the venues 
and we stay in Europe pretty much in North America, it's not going to reach new people because yeah, it has to go a bit more worldwide. worldwide. Yeah, I've 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 been thinking about this a lot actually because <laughs> I got asked this question a little while ago and I was like definitely there's going to have to be at some point like most things two circuits there's going to have to be like like you said World Cup 1, World Cup 2, B finals, A finals, like something to like have the development starting from probably a young age so like the second circuit can start from 13 you know and it's like ixs cup but you know bigger, takes yeah. a step bigger and then it can be they can add british downhill series they can add austrian series they can add maybe like a couple canadian ones that are part of like the world two circuit and it's like the europeans don't have to go to canada but the canadians and the americans can do it and then the oceana can do that so it's like each place will have like it's not let's just say it's not under one circuit but it's under the same name so that these people can get recognized from a young age and it's like development from there but then it's like at the actual event maybe having like putting in a little bit of extra money to have another thing there so it could be like this weekend there's like a sick dj you know people will come to be like sick bike race we come in the morning to watch a bike race and there's a dj in the afternoon yeah. and it's like something on the side that maybe makes this a little bit more appealing because it's like and then maybe adding a different variety to the sport so it's like there's mountain biking ones and maybe there's like one st- like street race, you know, that doesn't count for the overall, yeah. but it's like, there's a single event that's in a rent, like somewhere random, you know, that mm. like can only hold a street race, but it's like, we all go and we all compete. And it's like, people will get to see mountain biking firsthand. Cause I went to a street race in Mexico and it was like the best event I've ever been to. Yeah. There was like 50,000 people. And everyone after that, like I get messages from people when I was fo- like from when I was 14 that still loved the Like they're like mountain biking, blah, 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 because of this event. And it's like, I think the biggest thing is expanding. So it's not just Europe. You know, there could be four races in North America, two in Australia, New Zealand, maybe Asia, Latin mm. America, I think is a huge, like growing big, sports big market. market. Like you watch the F1s there. You watch like, you, you know, like UFC, like the people that live there just love sport. Mm. And it's like, even the Brazilian World Cup looked insane. And it's like, why don't we go there? Why yeah. don't we expand our market? Yeah, and it's there. I like what you said there about like having an event or like having a DJ or having something else. Like even at Lenzahar, they had like the whip off after yeah, the event. People stayed for that. That's what I mean. Like, pe- like, and I think you want to get the, because obviously the hardcore fans going to travel. They're always going to be there. But yeah. that's not the, pe- that's not who we're trying to like, that's not how you grow the sport. Yeah. You want the casual fan that might be the brother or cousin or someone that's heard about it and if you like if you put a big name dj or you put like uh, like i think that's why crankworks does so well is because it's like you don't have to know a sport to like say oh that guy's doing a triple backflip that's sick and even if you had like a trick jump at the bottom of the finals and then straight after finals you had like best trick or something and then people would come for that keen for the show yeah i think it's all about the show and like people like whistler crankworks because whistler itself is such a spectacle it's like people come up to whistler and they're like oh there's crank crankworks is happening and it's the busiest week of the year in whistler and it's like people that don't give a damn about biking are up there watching and they're stoked they'll be like this is insane and it's like then there's like a sick dj the night after and then it's like it's like i said like that's why maybe a street race that's not for the overall but part of the circuit like we all go and we do a street race so they used to do one in lisbon yeah apparently it was insane yeah i get, like you met you got to do like put a twist on it to like maybe people don't like it in the beginning but it's like these are the things that like it's like a street circuit or like outdoor hockey games or like a basketball like all-star game or whatever it's like mm. it just brings people 
to the show. You bring eyes on, and maybe it's not something we want to do or like to do, but it's like it's definitely can bring a lot of people into the sport to be like, this is super dope. Mm. And I feel like mountain biking is super dope. So all you got to do is watch it and see it, and you'll be like, I'm kind of hooked on. Yeah, it's just how to get that person to. How do you bring it in? And like, how do you bring that person in? It's like there's a variety of things you could do. I just don't know exactly what the answers are, but you know. Do you, do you think as well, because I find one thing when I talk to people that don't really follow it, but just say you're a casual fan and you come on and it's just straight to downhill finals, you hit like, who's this? Why why are they going down then? Like, there's no qualifying build-up. There's no time training build-up. I just feel like it's this, like, straight to finals. And people, like, even my girlfriend was asking me, he's like, why, like... They, they, like it does like to a, to a normal fan that doesn't watch it normally they just don't get it so it's hard to get invested in something that you don't really understand and i feel like they don't do a good job of building a story from friday practice to saturday or sunday race i feel like it's just like all this stuff that's kind of hidden and then straight to racing and I think, it's just I think that's, that's why also like sometimes the less riders is, would be honestly I, I hate that's a controversial thing and a lot of people don't like that yeah. but less riders in finals would allow a lot more time to show more to show more of the sport and like maybe they show the top three qualifying runs and it's like these guys qualified first second and third and we're dropping in reverse order because we want the fastest person to go last or whatever and it's like this and like if you have less people you can do the same like say it's only 30 people in the finals and then they highlight the last 15 each person can have like a 30 second or a minute long intro to who they are and then their run happens it's like mm-hmm. this is Loic bruni he's four-time world champion he's from france mm-hmm. uh he's just coming off his collarbone blah 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 blah. explain a little bit of who he is what this what he does and his whole thing and then he goes yeah and each rider can have one of these it's like an intro card every you, race yeah and i think people invest more when they know the person they and it, yeah you care so much more if you mm-hmm. know who the person is mm-hmm. and like know about who they are how do you feel about it as well like i it blows me away that we don't have qualifying filmed and recorded, even if it is, it, it, it is. But, but like, it's not put out on public to no. the public. That's what I mean. I, I know I get it's recorded, but it's not showed. Like I even like you watch motocross, F one, anything else, and they qualify. Even if it's Rob's not commentating it, but you can go onto Red Bull and you just watch each run. Even if it's cut down, it's not quite the finals coverage or anything. Yeah. But you can go on and watch. Even for time training, if you see okay, Luke's going up. There's cameras. All right, let's just watch his run. He does whatever time. All right. There's another fast guy. Like, be sick. And like one guy at the finish line doing interviews. Like Elliot. Yeah. Already at the finish line for time training. So it's like you have Elliot there. And it's like, Finn, how's your run? It's like, yeah, it's fantastic. Thanks. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. This is what's going on. This is like, and then it's like every 30 seconds somebody goes. Imagine you watch that for an hour and a half. You'd be like, you get to see so much riding. Just like a highlight reel of. Yeah, I think it's better to do highlight than just watch one for hour. Sure, for sure, for sure. But you know, it's like in terms of footage, them collecting it, it's just like each camera gets so much footage. That's what I don't get because I get the whole like live but short track. Cost. They use the same cameras and everything. So short track XC and Oh, so downhill, they've got them so in the same. Kind of, so it'd be tricky think, to go between. I have, no I have no idea how it works. That's the problem. Is we, <laughs> we don't know anything. It just seems to me like you're selling a product, with this, which is content, and you've got everyone on the hill with cameras already the thing that we need to give content i was like don't put it out live put it out an hour later which would probably be better because then you could go back to your truck and you could watch your time training run or your qualifying run and just be like all right and everyone else can watch it and then it gives you more of a platform to like show how you're like we'll showcase your riding as well i just feel like everyone wins in that scenario but it's true but it takes a lot of effort you know i think it's it's uh, we have I think we we the people uh, at ESO like everybody has good intentions but it takes so much effort yeah and I feel like some of the guys like Bernard 
you in the past, like doing your own videos like YouTube and stuff, it also helps to show what's what comes before the finals because there's so much like build up people like they just see three minutes but they don't know who crashed and had to work super hard to be back and, w and like you said it's like those three minutes don't really reflect on, on the whole week because yeah. it takes like from now on it's full on until finals you know and it's yeah. so much can happen and so much happens yeah and i think it will be nice but it will be super hard to make it attractive just to watch like intense and it's true like small things because when i watch formula one qualifying i just watched uh q3 like w the last thing you know yeah. i don't watch who goes out in q1 like you know it's like little things that you need you can still access everything if you're a full-on big fan but i don't think many many people are like that yeah you don't have the time to spend two hours I feel like day. you underestimate that uh, just I don't a little know. bit uh, maybe 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 i underestimate but then if you just do like a 10 minutes or eight minutes recap of the qualifying for sure it's so nice and for example sometimes they do like Elliot's videos, they are so nice of the whole They're weekend. So good. Yeah. But the one that, that came out last day, night is yeah, sick. If you do that on every day, instead of just after each weekend, it would yeah. be, be insane. It would be really good. It but for example, not having guys like Rob, like it's going to change a lot of things also. Is, he, is he going? Yeah, he's still under contract with Red Bull. I, I don't think he's not, oh, so he's he's not, not coming. He not come. so. I don't know if Elliot's coming either. Hmm. So the thing is, is like a lot of people, like I saw a few comments on Pinkbike where it was like, Rob should just do his own live stream commentary and I'll mute whoever's talking over the World Cup and listen to Rob's. And it was like, people love Rob Warner. Yeah. And he's a staple of this. Like, he's been announcing since Freecaster in like 2006. Yeah. I'd hate to be the guy that takes his job. True. <laughs> like, yeah. no matter what, For no matter sure. how good you do, people are going to have their, like, it's, they've made their mind up. Rob already. is the best. Yeah. He's the, he's, he's, it's the voice of the sport at this point. Yeah. And uh, I know, hate, like, like, I love Cedric Gracia. Hmm. I love him. But, even when I rewatch the replay and it said recommencing in French, straight up in English, like because Rob is bringing something. Does he do it by himself though? Yeah, there's another guy, but oh, they're okay. in Paris. They're not on site. You know, it's, it's different. Yeah, yeah well, it's hard. Rob, Rob, and Elliot did it from Salzburg when we were in uh, when we were in Lenzerheide. They weren't on site. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But you watch if you have, have you guys seen the live show? They do like this whole thing in this like studio, and they did it from remotely. Really? But it's still good, and it's like crazy because. Like, like Rob, like all the first thing I can think of is like, look at the time. Like, it's the same thing. It's like my favorite commentator in basketball. You just like, he's been doing it for 30 years yeah. and it's the same thing in biking. It's like, we lose Rob. It's like, you lose the signature touch, the voice, yeah. the feel of the sport. And it's been yeah, since and Danny not, Hard in 2011, yeah. Sam Hill. Yeah. And he's not dead. Legend. Like he's we can dead. keep him, you know, he's, <laughs> he's not yet. Yeah, <laughs> Halfway there. Yeah, probably. But I feel like the, like, we need like we're starting a cool project we need to work on it and we need to have like a lot of people still helping the thing because yesterday a lot of guys were like Amori was like oh, yeah I cannot make it and I, I know it stays like 100 meters from the hotel you know so mm -hmm. we need people to actually help a minimum yeah. amount and if everybody all the good guys are there then you will feel a little bit better about losing one hour of your week because hmm. your main competitor is here you know yeah. or whatever yeah everyone's here everyone's yeah, in it it's, together it's everyone's super important it and we need to keep that commitment uh, going it's otherwise for it's, it's, for, it's for everyone yeah. it's for everyone and hmm. that's the thing is like that's the point is like it's for all the riders and it has to be it's all, all for one one for all kind of thing you know? yeah and it's I just feel like it's so overdue and we need it it's like today I walked to the finish line I was like well, like 
all the things that you said the entire time you're like i asked him to do this and this and this and it was like it's the same and it's like okay yeah but you know he's basically the best rider of the last five years you know it's like why would you not take this guy's advice kind of yeah. thing and it's like maybe it's because it's just loic talking sh- maybe he's just talking shit and it's like imagine you could have you report to the somebody that person remote reports to eso and eso goes yeah and i think like for example Lenzahide is some stuff like I love every venue we have sick tracks but Lenzahide some tracks some jumps sorry are a little bit sketchy I think like for example the wood ones super short at the yeah you over jump them like, <laughs> they're a little bit sketchy and then yeah. we should be able to say okay like have a a pool I don't know if you can say that where yeah. you say your ideas for the year after and we say okay to right after so. the race we do it Sunday yeah so like yeah. hey give a feedback to the Lenzahide crew or whatever next year if this and this is not changed yeah but then that's at the cost of the venue right? yeah but, but the venue makes like lens or if everyone had to buy a ticket they probably made sick money like for sure everyone had to pay 20 swiss francs to go in there the like on the downhill day they probably had twenty thousand. on the cross country day they probably had 30 and it's mm. like if everyone pays 20 euros that's a fuck load of money mm. and i don't i don't want to make them lose money and do m- too much but little things like yeah. that yeah it's like there's two, two, the two last bridges here we should be able to but i feel like if you're it. holding a world cup you've taken the commitment to yeah exactly to, to, it's not like you're like oh we're gonna hold a world cup oh you the riders want this you're like oh it's too hard yeah you it's do a world cup is to go for it you know yeah, you don't yeah, want exactly. to like, do minimum work required you know? yeah so, okay exactly. all yeah. in and i know the guys here they want to do that and they're working hard actually to have families to come watch vip areas like you know like to make it a global cool package mm. for everybody but with the feedback i gave i, I was not so stoked today i was like yeah, it could, could be better. Could like, be, yeah. There's some little things I would have done different, told them, didn't change. But overall, we're going to have a good weekend. We're going to have fun. It's going to be sick. But the little scenarios, like worst case Ontario, like worst case Ontario, if it happens, it's like worst it's case Canadian. scenario. It's, a, scenario Cana- it's a Canadian saying. Word. It's like uh, for people who don't live in Ontario or people who do live in, t- on Ontario, in Ontario. I'm sorry. Because it's the worst place. It's, it's not the worst place, but worst case Ontario. It's for Trailer Park Boys. My dad's from Ontario and he says it sometimes. Worst case Ontario. <laughs> anyway, Canadian saying. Okay. Like worst case scenarios, some stuff can happen and it's not so nice. But if everything goes as planned, we'll have a good weekend. It's just like in case. Yeah. In case you... Blow your hand off the end of the bar before the last bridge and oh jump on the road. Don't you even know, like things like. <laughs> don't this. even say that. Man. No, but it, <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Totally. You know? And I, the most of the track is sick, but it's just like the entire track is sick. It's just like one thing needs to. It's like two things need to change, and it's like two little things, and it's like you know it. It takes. It's not. Yeah, and mm-hmm. some. I think last track Cedric was helping a lot. Oh, he did help from what uh, what I felt. And the track was insane. Mm. So sick. So and I feel like here they didn't ask as many, <laughs> or they didn't use as much input they they have here. Like Mina, Amori, Loris, yeah. Greg, uh, yeah. Cedric, me. Yeah. Like Angel, you know they have so many resources. Hey, are you here today? We want to check it out. Can you come help? Yeah. And I know that maybe not Loris because sometimes he just want to do his thing. But Angel, Mina, they will love to help. Yeah. So Does Angel live here? Yeah. Okay. So they. We just have to help people seeing the value of this new project, yeah. and then I think we'll be we'll be on the good one. I agree. Yeah, it's just like small things, and it's like I think the more you put in, the more you get out. And it's mm. like if we put in work, and then 
ESO puts in work and then the venues put in a little bit more work. It's like the product will just get better and better and better because every year everything will just get better. And then eventually it's like you see you see the results of your work. Yeah. And it's it just takes – it's like when you wake up in the morning and it's like instead of – it's like – I don't have a good example of this. <laughs> you go to the house and you're like, ah – I don't want to make breakfast and you leave. You're going to be cranky in like 15 minutes. You know, it's like take the extra 10 minutes or five minutes, make breakfast, eat it. And you're going to have a way better day. Yeah. You know, it's like the best. It's not a great it's analogy, like work, but work, it's work like hard now. Rest work hard later. now. Yeah. And exactly. Enjoy it's later. like you just put in an extra t- day or an extra two days to make changes to the track or mm. whatever, this, that, and the other thing. And it's like you make yeah. everything better. And it's, it's about ins- not, it's inspiration. not months. It's not works. It's, you know, inspiration. Yeah. Like if, venues everybody sees that the riders are involved and they super happy. working harder and they are actually attached to what the, where the sport goes then maybe the venue is going to put an extra bit of work to make it even better and mm. try to satisfy this rider's force or manager's force or whatever for the paddocks yeah you know so it's like if we inspire ESO and we show that we are involved and they also show us that they really want to help the sport and make more money and allow us to make the sport better make more money too probably like what if yeah, everyone this, wins yeah it's a f- the whole goal is to be win-win for everybody yeah right. venues everything you know and I the sport i got two more questions and then i'll let you guys go what are we saying about junior category like what are we thinking about that because like there's some good y- talks because i feel like it should still be here i feel like it just needs to be a bit separate in a way for it sure. needs to kind of be its own thing like i suggested the mm. race after our qualifying and then you've got a crowd you've got cameras you can record it do a highlight for sure to be, to be honest i think junior should be i think they should just eliminate the junior category and make it u23 exactly the same as cross country and if you want to move up guess what you can there's girls racing cross country that are 20 that's mm. the same thing you know it's like junior it's like 17 to to 23 and maybe some people take a little bit longer to develop and they can but it's like i feel like that's but when, when can you start racing 17 when same 17. as junior same as junior but instead of you have to it's like required to do two years you could be like by your second year junior if you're like i think i can race with the pros you step up like you, you just up. take your moment because you, obviously you had a successful junior career yeah and i felt like it helped me at the beginning because getting podiums in juniors and being seen by sponsors and other people I felt it was more beneficial to just say you come in and use 23 and you're 17 and you're getting 20th. Yeah, yeah. But that, but you're the fastest 17 year old. Yeah, because for example, People you come 17 that. into under 23. If there's a guy who decides to stay until 22 and is fast, yeah, he's gonna put 10 seconds on you on your. Yeah, but first that's year. like 250s, man. It's like 250. True. That's exactly like motocross. I think this is the kind of things the riders and the managers should we also can all talk, talk about together because the managers also have their own interest with recruiting juniors or not yeah exactly and you yeah. know like have budgets for them or not but i totally agree with you it should be the day before that way yeah. it gives yeah. more time to have if you want to have a 60 person final we have a 60 person final and it gives it way more time to have the right practice for the boys the right yeah. practice for the girls and then it's like the amount of people can go up because there's less time for junior racing mm. but then the live show can still maintain it's like this is the live feed mm. sort of integrity kind of thing yeah. where it's like, we're not just throwing people down the hill. It's like, yeah, the top 20 get the special live feed, but there's still 60 people in the finals. Yeah. And I feel so bad for the juniors racing at what? 10, 10 yeah. in the morning practicing at seven thirty almost like, yeah, eight. Cause, cause I didn't qualify at lens height. I went up and filmed the juniors in the off camera bit and like, it's early and yeah. they're racing then. And I just like, like imagine if like Fort William, for example, it's freezing cold. You're up there. It's, 
minus. No, it's not nice for them. And yeah. even though they have a better track because it's not, it's not as rough and stuff, yeah. it's still you need to put them in the same conditions. For sure. Yeah, yeah I like I raced. I so agree. He, with you didn't get to race in the junior category, no, did you? No, you missed. So I, I like I did, and we had the same rules with the with the early morning races my second mm. year it was crazy and it was like i would wake up at 6 30 i'd do my practice i'd race and looks like oh i'm here for practice and i'd be like i'm yeah. done yeah you know <laughs> it's like it's you're done so early there's hardly any crowd like no the crowd there, shows yeah. up for the practice you know it's like yeah. when they show up so it's like why not do it after qualifying and then people who come for qualifying day will be like get to see that good racing mm. and then they get to stay and they get the, the the big show the next day i think it'd be safer as well for juniors especially like doing it just a two-day practice qualifying or, yeah, practi- that would be or cool. not even yeah practice qualifying and then practice race yeah. on the next day it's like you've got less time possibly to hurt yourself because as a junior like you're probably not as strong as most of the elite totally. guys and you're going to get more coverage because you're going to be racing with a crowd it just seems like a lot more I agree yeah, I totally sure. agree with that Yeah, I agree with that even though I think it's good to not cut practice because I still get to ride the World Cup track so it's good if they have the normal time on the track yeah. yeah, but also like mixed practice. That's also something oh, to needs talk to about. Go. Needs, needs to go because <laughs> uh, there's no point. It's like you don't have mixed practice. You have mixed sitting dangerous. around. You have mixed sitting around, and then you have a kid that's going really fast with you that's rolling, or vice versa. Yeah, I I see the po- I think the positive was that the girls could ride with their elite teammates and help them do jumps and stuff. I think that was the idea behind it. For example, it. teams could have could like Mondraker does. That's such a good idea. They hired. A rider that's going to be on the side of the track for the boys. Yeah, that's riding with Ele- Eleonora. Yeah, so you can actually show her some stuff, ride with her, yeah. get feedback for the boys, get on the track later for the so boys. Sick. Like it's a lot of work, but yeah. it's so but smart. Yeah, and then you know, it's, I it's also doable. feel like there should be potentially A B lines where it's like the boys want everything to be bigger, and sometimes the girls don't want that, and it's yeah. like we could have bigger jumps bigger drops bigger features bigger like in bmx you know like that's mm. the same thing and i i feel like we could have that and it would be super sick yeah there's a lot of things that need to be talked about that just like i don't know how they haven't been talked about in the last eight years ten years mm. however long it's been yeah and for example girls even boys in the leo gang bottom section even the boys like the best boys looked <laughs> okay you know but yeah. like not so impressive yeah but the girls the winning girls they were going zero k per hour you know it's like it doesn't look good for the spot like yeah. make a line that's gonna look make the girl look sick because they are sick yeah. but it's just sometimes it's in between and it's too hard for the girls too easy for the boys or whatever you know but yeah. it has to also take into consideration that in all the other sports it is made different and yeah. we, we don't want to be like separate girls and, and boys I think we need the girls but we need I mean, different tracks. My best example of that was last year in Lenzerheide, going off the final drop. Like the chicane got tightened up and changed because yeah, the girls, the couldn't girls couldn't scrub it. Yeah, and that's that's it is what it is. You know? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. And yeah, it's like I get what you we mean. could get bigger jumps, bigger drops, bigger gaps. Fucking make it so sick looking. Mm. And well, I think that's one of the things. Like I feel like we're limited to how big you make something because it's juniors and the juniors and girls have to hit it yeah. too. I don't know if you su- I don't know if you suggested or someone else suggested it but like make it so there is a junior line or women line and then an elite men line. And yeah. like you've literally you've got to race that line. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, they yeah, do that. They used to do that at Crankworks. Mm. They used to do that at Crankworks where they'd have like the final jump used to be 70 foot 
long yeah and they wouldn't let the juniors and the women hit it and then the men would hit it and it was like the craziest thing and then like my brother would always complain but it's like that's just how it is you know it's like that's the line and that's what you have to race it's the same for everybody and i feel like that's what matters it has to be fair yeah my last one before i can let you guys go after you're done racing whenever that may be do you see yourself like being involved in this in some way or you guys just like collect the bag peace out drop the mic see you later or do you want to like be involved in some way because I feel like with this it's like you care about it so much because you're obviously involved do you think you'll keep I know it's a long way away but like would you do you you feel you'd kind of like want to stay in in some way I'm pretty passionate about it about the sport about biking it's like my whole life and I feel like I would like to stay involved but more so on the Canadian side like grassroots Canadian development stuff because I feel like there isn't any of that Hmm. but if I could, I would, you know, but it's a lot of travel in the end. Like yeah, eventually I'm going to be wanting to chill and have kids and vibe where I live, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> traveling to world cups just to be like the, the guy It would be a lot when I'm like, you know, when I quit racing because yeah. I've already done it, I've been doing this since I was 15 and I'm, I mean, I'm 22, but by the time I'm 35, let's say, or Greg Menard's age, like <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to want to do this anymore. You yeah. know, it's like, I can't, you got to have a family and stuff or yeah. I want to. Yeah. So it's like maybe involved more on a, on a local Canadian level, but I, I can't imagine myself being traveling that much when I'm older. Yeah. But you don't have to travel that far. Yeah. You don't have to go. Yeah, very far. You, for the moment, maybe it's going to change. Maybe you'd be the new Rob Warner. Oh no. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would commentate. I love it. I, <laughs> I think I would be good. I at think this. Finn's good at this for sure. True. Um, I've commented the you not the race. I don't know the thing in Leger. Remember? Oh yeah, in COVID, yeah, 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 yeah. In France, oh, the P two V thing. Yeah, it was terrible. I was. <laughs> I listened to me. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't assume it. But no, that's a good question. I feel like we are more into it because we are in the middle of it at the moment. I would like to do more for sure when I stop because I feel like there's so much more to be done. And for example, Jorge's job, like it's so it's such a sick job and mm. i would love to do that but i don't know all the upside downs of it maybe it's so annoying in the yeah end. but you gotta I deal would, with riders yeah yeah for sure <laughs> gotta we're deal so, with you have to deal with the like bernie of we're the so air. heavy you know we're like ah yeah. this little rock is dangerous this little tree like yeah. for sure it's a lot of work but um I he, would deals like with, he deals with it pretty well i feel yeah, like yeah, he, yeah he handles it quite well i would like to do things where i'm wanted like if no one if, if people like we like I'm pretty keen to have Elliot, for example, doing this renew that writers union thing. If people like reach uh, reach me and say, "Hey, we would like you to help for this, for that, for this," I'll be like, "Yo, for sure." And I'm I would like to earn enough money at the, like right now, so I don't need to care about the money later. Yeah. So even though that job will not be uh, making millions, uh, I would not need that, you know. Yeah. But just do it for the passion. Yeah, yeah. for the f- for the, the beauty of it because. Yeah. I want to make it better. I want to come here and have the riders being like, yee, yeah. and not be like, hey, this is not so nice. It's pretty shit. You know, like it's pretty easy to say right now. Um, and I don't know. So maybe I want a family. Maybe I want to chill. Maybe I want to say, fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty bipolar on this. I feel like I have Hard moments, moments where I almost don't want, I want to have a team. So, some yeah. of the moments I want to, build houses and don't talk about yeah. bike anymore you know like I, for me it's like 15 years away almost like i'm it's far, a long I'm way, far yeah. away from this so yeah. i'm uh, <laughs> i don't know man i don't know <laughs> yeah for sure I'm but i would love to be involved you know it's like this the sport it's like even though it's it just like it gives me so much so why not try and create <laughs> give something so it gives back to everybody because like 
you try and make, maybe even trying to make it like I feel like most important thing for mountain biking, even for growth now, is like making it more accessible. Bikes mm. are mad expensive. Mm. Finding a place to ride is really hard in most countries. Like trying to prom- like advocate to make the sport more accessible and like advocate to make riding more accessible because it's like a good way to get out and be happy. You know, it's like mm. physical activity makes you happy. It's it's like science. Yeah, and it's like something that you can do to stay away from other things and it's like i my whole life of bike yeah outside, I've skied of, and I've outside like, of racing it's just a good yeah thing it's to just do. a sick thing to do you don't even have to be a racer it's just like hmm. just creating a better place for the sport do you feel like we get to tunnel vision sometimes about like with racing it's like you, ac- sure. you actually just stop enjoying it because it's like you're so no, but it's not, i've it's, never i've never had okay i've like i haven't had no, that yet not enjoying sure. it as much but like yeah but it's like when I rode with Kate and Braggy, I didn't ride like that for years almost. Yeah. You know, where you just don't care about I reckon how the tires feel or whatever, and you just do like random th- dumb stuff, and you I just yeah. and I was like, what the fuck? This was cool. I yeah. missed it, you know? Yeah. I and reckon it, everybody on the World Cup circuit needs to come to Whistler <laughs> the first two weeks of October every year. We just do huge party trains down A-Line and Dirt Merchant, and then just go straight to the bar and drink. And like just two weeks of just like proper party ride yeah. you know like you just need it True. like you need it that's what i do every year you just go ride the bike park with your homies and it's like pissing rain doesn't matter it's yeah. still the best 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 thing in the world i, I feel like because sometimes when i'm at home i'll ride with guys that like aren't that like they're still good riders but yeah. they have so much fun like they love it they, and i like think about when i'll go riding and you're so focused on going faster and getting the bike set up right that you actually don't like I'll go riding and I'll be like I didn't really enjoy that but yeah I might have found an extra second or something or I was felt faster but yeah sometimes I, I'm wondering if I'm doing it right because I'm the same like when I go to San Romulo it's like one of the sketchiest track for three days full runs yeah. the whole time <laughs> that's what I did in Schladming this You're year like, I was like, by the end I was like I'm over it I don't want to yeah. be in Schladming anymore and I was like this should never happen so it, it, you can be get caught into that wrong let's say the wrong mentality but at the same time when you when you get to see the results, mm. then it all makes sense. Like this year, Finn has been grown up so much and he's doing more and he's doing consistently like second places or like good good racing. And I feel like it all makes sense. And you want to go back to do annoying things to mm. f- just feel that you know. Yeah, it's exactly what it's like it's it's exactly that. It's like it's like the long grind kind of thing where it's like yeah i had one day where i didn't really love what i was like i didn't love the trail that i was riding i didn't love how the bike felt but like in the end it's we're racers and like that's the thing but to be honest in the winter i only ride by myself like i train by myself i ride the spin bike in my bedroom by myself i go road like everything i do is by myself and i think that's why i ski a lot and i like skiing so much is because when i go skiing I don't give a shit about anything. I mean, obviously, like, safety and stuff, but I just go with my friends, and we just, like, go into the wilderness and go skiing for, like, eight hours, and you're like, that was the best day I've had in a long time, and it's like, you have to have the things where you're able to, like, vent yeah, and then come back because I find that biking, I take a full month off every year. I don't ride my bike in December or January. It's, yeah. like, one of the two months. It's like, I literally just don't bike. Yeah. You have to have, for me, it's, like, each. it's a personal thing for everyone, but... A disconnect from it disconnect from it and like i think that's also why the riding after the season with your friends is important because when it does come to race like practicing and like mm. training and racing it's like you can't do it with people it's like you can't do full trip training runs by with your friends you know it's like mm. you have to i thought it was funny like i like 
evolution of like a racer is like you start you normally well, i was the youngest one that was riding with all my buddies that were older and faster me too so i was always chasing them down and then i got faster and faster and then they all kind of got jobs and i made this a job and then i just went from riding with all my friends trying to chase them to like by myself and it was just this weird thing where i'm like i started riding bikes so i could ride with my buddies and now i'm racing bikes by myself and it's that weird like transition phase and i remember i was like riding one day like you said by yourself and you're like fuck I just kind of miss riding with my buddies eh? yeah. like it's like it's funny we, like I have the exact same feeling yeah like most of my friends they don't ride anymore no. but they have an enduro e-bike because yeah. it's oh they have time once in a week yeah and I miss just going to the bike park with them and they, but they don't they have kids they cannot do it anymore it's, yeah it changed for sure it's different but at the end of the day it's not about just the riding for me it's about everything mm. else you know like mm. feeling that you're doing so much pur- there's so much purpose to yeah, it like and it's so team, much purpose it's a mm. team work too because with the mechanic with the manager mm. with the guys on the track like it's everything it's so cool to be at the center of this is yeah it feels nice it's and you feel a type of happiness yeah, to be if honest. you feel the pressure you feel like the the stake a bit and if, i don't know i feel like i like it but it's not i don't like only riding because riding sometimes like in lindsay Heide, for example i was not riding 100 percent. i didn't ride for fun yeah. i rode to come back to try to be better for this race and for leger whatever but it was not for fun. I didn't yeah. have fun in Lenzai. Yeah. But it was just like my job, trying to find the groove back, trying to work again with my mechanic. So it's it all it's always different weekend after weekend. It's the same. But that tunnel vision is so normal, I think, for every sport. Yeah. Like, even though we still have fun, it's not the same. Mm. It's not the same thing. I feel like I had the same thing. I mean, Lenzai Hive is a bit different, but the first two days after practice, I got, I'm over it. I'm done. <laughs> like, this week sucks. I hate it. And then on race day, I like woke up and was like, forget everything and ride and by the end of the weekend i was like that was the best weekend i've had all year and it was like the first two days were just trash and i was like you know it's like that it, it all pays off you know and it's like a different type of happiness it's like you could ride with, riding with your friends is really fun but after two weeks you're like i want to go really fast and yeah. i want to be better than everybody yeah i don't know it's like is that little That's thing inside you though, you're crazy man <laughs> no i think it's, everyone's got a little competitive side yeah you got it. if you're racing you if you're here you got to do it you're like the most com- you can't say that you're so fucking competitive whatever guy <laughs> But some stuff I don't like competition too though like women I don't like to be in competition because we're all in competition for women too like there's one little bird and there's ten dogs and it's a fucking competition also but oh sick alright we'll, we'll leave it at that <laughs> what alright I respect Bro. it I respect it no but it's true like yeah. you are one like you know what I'm talking about yeah. there's one cute girl and in downhill that's the the story if you go to whatever there's one cute girl yeah and there's hundreds not hundreds but a lot of people DM like Isabella the junior you know oh, so you're talking about <laughs> my girlfriend's name Isabel and I was like what oh no no, no. <laughs> so, so, I wouldn't dare yeah. but Isabella is single whatever and you can see everybody just come to the pit and look around <laughs> you know it's like everybody's competition on the track and on the side of the track for her man I'm a racer I got no time for this shit at races yeah. dude not at races I'm, I'm here for one thing it's the wealth it's the wealth it's the exactly I'm strictly for business purposes <laughs> okay but we can put that in a riders association <laughs> respect the, <laughs> the competition alright mic drop thank you boys yeah, thank you boys <laughs>